My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. An Erio's original. Welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into some of our favorite unsolved mysteries. Each week, we will introduce our topic, lay out our research and findings, reveal some conspiracy theories, and conclude with our own hypothesis. Who knows? We might even solve the case. I am Ali Siegel. I'm Melissa Stettin. Cool. <laughs> are you? Are that's you sure? My name. All right. That sounded. That sounded like a I'm question. Ron Burgundy. <laughs> yeah. Web Crawlers has a Patreon to get access to rewards, bonus episodes, shoutouts, merchandise discounts. Please go to Patreon.com/slash/WebCrawlers. You can donate as little as two dollars a month to become one of our bimbo patrons. Also, this week, we should plan to do one of those Netflix parties. You keep saying that, and then it never happens. <laughs> okay, well, the, the first this time week. I said it, yeah, th- this was going to be the first week we did it. Last okay, week, right, we right. said next week, and it is next week, so now someday it's this, week. this week. We got the whole week. Yeah, we got the whole I week ahead of us. I just feel like you've been talking. I've, this is like the third time <laughs> I've heard it. I think I've been talking about it in the group text a lot. Um, you won't so stop talking. About I literally, it. that's all I talk about. So yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll tweet something out, uh, and our patrons can join us on that. Uh, rem- reminder that if you order something on webcrawlerspod.com, Printful is on hold. So you will not, uh, receive your order for a while. So feel free to hold off on ordering stuff for a bit. 
um, until the pandemic is over. Erios also has a hotline. You can leave us voicemails. Insert jingle here. 626-604-6262. It's really been popping off lately, uh, and we've been getting a ton of messages. We love them so much. Uh, so keep them coming, and we will play all of them on our Friday mini-episodes. Melissa, who are our patrons? We have Leon D., mm. Margaret G., Nice. Kristen V, mm. Laura F, nice. and Charlene M. Welcome to the gang, guys. Sorry, there's a guy right outside my window. We have a gas leak in our house that we just discovered, and so um, so I might blow up in the middle of this episode. <laughs> Who knows? That would be so tight if you died during the podcast. That would be the most epic podcast ending ever. Doesn't this fox, sorry, doesn't this fox that I got the head on right now, doesn't it seem like he talks like this? Hey, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he like really a, does. He looks like a cool skateboarding fox. Stay in school, kids. Yeah, he looks like he'd tell me not to do drugs. Whoa. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, you know, we've all lost it when we're just podcasting with emoji faces on. Yeah, we don't have our normal faces. They're just memojis. Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> So these animals are all creepy. Are you guys are you guys going out to drinks after this? No, not with you, lion. Did you guys get that party invite? I don't know if I'm gonna go. <laughs> so gross. Um, okay, Melissa, should we get into our episode for the day? Yes. Oh, by the way, I should say that much like all of our episodes, Melissa writes and edits every single one of our episodes because I am a lazy, untalented <laughs> bitch. So you have you, you've been busier than anyone I know during this pandemic. So well, even before <laughs> that, I'm always like sleeping or like have a cold. So just if you like web crawlers, know that it's because you like Melissa. I'm I'm a third of the podcast. You're a heavyweight third, and then there's and then there's Maria also pulling the production weight. And then there's me just being like, whoa, exactly. That's how someone. So I was describing the podcast to someone or somebody was saying something, how it was Allie saying like something crazy. And then Maria's going, Allie, no. And then I go, well, actually, <laughs> that's actually a great description of the podcast. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, let's get into it. Okay. So 19-year-old Caitlin Akins disappeared in December of 2015 after visiting her family in her hometown of Springfield, Virginia. The last person to see her alive was her stepfather, who said he dropped her off at the mall before her flight back to Arizona, but she never boarded that flight and she hasn't been seen since. This investigation resulted in more questions than answers. What exactly happened to Caitlin the day she disappeared? Let's, Let's get, get into, into it. it. 19-year-old Caitlin Akins was last seen in Springfield. Investigators say she was supposed to catch a flight at Reagan National Airport. A road crew found her luggage in a ditch along a road in Fredericksburg. Family members say she never got to her destination. So who is Caitlin? She was 19 
She's from the small town of Springfield, Virginia. She was always dyeing her hair different colors and she had tattoos and piercings. She was, you know, an alternatine, I guess. She looks, oh my God, that's a great, that's a great label. Yeah, she has like pink hair in some of her photos and blue hair and piercings. She looks like me. Akins, A-K-E-N-S. Yeah, she does. She has a pixie cut in some of these photos. Yeah. Um, She was really close with her family and she was also a really good student. She took double the amount of classes when she was a junior and ended up graduating high school at 16. So she was super smart. And while growing up, she had a best friend, Amber, that lived across the street from her. But Amber's family ended up moving to Arizona when the girls were 11, but they they stayed in touch. And then when they got older, when they started turning into teenagers, their friendship eventually turned into a relationship. Nice. So after after high school, when and when Caitlin was 18, she moved to Arizona to live with Amber. Mm. And then shortly after that, they got engaged. So while in Arizona, Caitlin stayed in contact with her family. They were super close and they talked every day, like multiple times a day. And then Caitlin decided that she wanted to go to beauty school. So she goes to sign up, but she needs a copy of her high school diploma. But that's back at her mom's house in Virginia. So she plans a trip to fly back. And her sister also just had a baby. So she's like, okay, this will be great timing to go get my diploma, see the new baby. So on December 1st, 2015, she flew back home. So then she's back in Virginia. On Friday, December 4th, Caitlin hangs out with two friends from high school. She ends up sleeping at their place after a night of drinking. That's so weird because I was actually thinking about that this morning. Do you remember before there was like Uber and Lyft and you had to have like a designated driver and like sleep at a friend's house after you, after you like had a night of drinking and stuff? Yeah, it's crazy that like you had to somehow get yourself home. Yeah. And like, or like one person had to be the designated driver and then everyone was like sleeping at another person's house. It was just so weird. Oh yeah. There are no designated drivers. You don't really need them anymore. Interesting. It's a lost art. Okay, um, the next next morning, Saturday, December 5th, her friends drive her back to her mom's house in the morning. She hangs out with her mom and her sister and her sister's new baby. They both said she was in a great mood and nothing at all seemed off. Her flight back to Arizona was later that day at 5.45 p.m. and she needed a ride to the airport. Her mom had to work all day, so she couldn't drive her. And her mom suggested that she drop Caitlin off at her ex-stepdad's house so that he could drive her. James, the ex-stepdad, married Caitlin's mom when Caitlin was seven, but then they got divorced. He remained close to the family, and their relationship was amicable. He even helped out Caitlin's mom whenever she needed, so it wasn't unusual for Caitlin to get a ride to the airport from him. James also had to work that Saturday, but not until 3 p.m., So he could drop Caitlin off at the airport around one because the airport is about 50 miles from the house. He would need about an hour to get back in time for work. Caitlin's mom drops her off at James's house at 1.52 p.m. James sends a text to Caitlin's mom that says, I dropped Caitlin off. Her mom texted back, okay, thank you. How was traffic? James texted back, not too bad. Eight minutes later at 2 p.m., Caitlin texts her mom, at the airport, battery dying, won't be able to text for a bit. A few minutes after that, 
Amber receives a text from Caitlin. Something came up. I'm not coming back today. I'll let you know when I get a new flight. And Amber's text back and calls, but Caitlin does not respond. Amber can't get a hold of her to ask what's going on. Amber is concerned, obviously, and calls Caitlin's mom. No one can get a hold of Caitlin at this point. All their calls are going straight to voicemail. Yeah, she like disappeared. Yeah. Caitlin's mom calls James because he was obviously the last person to see her. James said he didn't drop Caitlin off at the airport, but the Springfield Mall because she had four hours to kill before her flight. Which like makes sense, I guess. Well, kind of, but like he... Was that your doorbell? Yeah, Craig will get it. Oh, you have a doorbell? Yeah, why wouldn't I have a doorbell? I don't have a doorbell. What did you think? I had like a... An old one, an old claw, a bronzed claw. <laughs> no, I just like, I think, I think like at my place, you just knock. I just think like first socioeconomic status is knocking. And then like, if you're rich, you have a doorbell. Well, see, <laughs> I'm in a build, I'm in a building. It, there's four units in my building, but there's a, a, a hallway. There's a door that leads to like the foyer. Okay, so you're you have a doorbell and a foyer. Wow, a foyer. <laughs> like the stairs up to the second floor are inside. So if anyone wants to get to any of the apartments, they have to ring the doorbell. All right, Daddy Warbucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, it's a little shady that he dropped her off at the mall but told yeah. the mom that she was at the airport. Yeah. She was going to take the metro from the mall to the airport. Caitlin's mom is upset because she knows Caitlin has never rode the train and wouldn't even know how to catch it or where to go. Caitlin's mom finally gets a reply back from Caitlin at 7.15. It was two messages. The first says, I'm staying with a friend. And the second says, I need some time alone. Her mom tries calling her, but the phone goes straight to voicemail again. Her flight was at 5.45, so she definitely never got on the plane. Also, the texts were not in the same tone as Caitlin's normal texts. She would always write everything in one long text and never sent just snippets of thoughts in strings of text. She also used a lot of emojis and none of these texts had any. Suspect. Yeah. So at the same time Caitlin's mom got those texts, Amber, her fiance, got a message through Facebook Messenger. Caitlin said that she couldn't come back to Arizona because she cheated on her. And Amber also said that the tone of these messages wasn't Caitlin's either. So Caitlin's mom calls the airline to double check that she didn't actually get on the flight. And they said she never even checked in. So she never even went to the airport. So her mom talks to James again, and he says the same thing. He's like, I dropped her off at the mall because she wanted to kill some time. And then he even said he gave her $20 to get the train to the airport. Oof. So Caitlin's mom calls the police, but they can't really do anything because Caitlin's 19. She's not a minor. Oh, also, so she's, she's allowed to do whatever she wants. Yeah. And also she did text that she needs some time alone. So the police are like, right. we can't, what do we, we can't do anything with that. Like, what are we, I don't know. Yeah. So then two more days pass with no sign of Caitlin so her mom goes back to the police station to file a missing persons report. And while she's standing there filling out the paperwork, the police got some new information. Can you hear that knocking noise? Yeah. Oh, they're probably hammering your gas, your gas tank. That's cool. Yeah, that's what they're doing. That's cool. 
<laughs> wearing the gas tank closed. It's just open. Okay, so while she's standing there filling out the paperwork, the police got some new information. They tell Caitlin's mom that they need to speak with her. So they take her into a separate room and they tell her that they found something. It was Caitlin's luggage in a ditch on the side of the road. Oh my God. But it wasn't near the airport or the mall. It was only a few miles from James's house, the stepdad. Oh, shit. And also the luggage had a broken wheel and it looked like it was tossed out of a moving car. So inside the luggage, they found Caitlin's wallet and her phone charger, but they didn't find her phone, clothes, or high school diploma. So there's the police are thinking, well, maybe she did run away or want to disappear because she took her high school diploma with her. Yeah, but why wouldn't she take her wallet or her phone charger? Like it just, yeah. it, it doesn't really add up. So then the police, they start searching for her. They're like, okay, yeah, this is weird. They use a helicopter, they search the 30 mile radius, but they find nothing. So the police then go to interview the last person who saw her alive, her stepdad, her ex-stepdad, James. And his story is still the same. He said he dropped her off at the mall at 1 p.m. And at this point, he's not a suspect. Like, they don't look at him as having anything to do with it. And so they request to get the security cameras from the mall where she was dropped off. But then something crazy happens. The body of a woman was found in a car a few miles from where Caitlin's luggage was found. And the body had similar characteristics to Caitlyn, like similar age, hair, the body. And so everyone, like, obviously thinks it's Caitlyn. But it turns out to be a 21-year-old woman named Heather. Oof. So it's not Caitlyn. And at this point, everyone's freaking out because this is a small town. And they're like, is there a fucking serial killer on the loose? Like, what's happening? Yeah. So the police try to connect this Heather to Caitlin to see if she could lead them to Caitlin or whatever, but they don't find any connections at all. And then eventually Heather's murder was solved in 2018, and it had nothing to do with Caitlin at all. She was killed by like a guy who was jealous of relationship and other dude, so it had nothing to do with Caitlin. How weird. Yeah. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So then the police talked to some of Caitlin's friends, the ones who she stayed with that night who she was when she was drinking. And it turns out that they had a threesome. Caitlin did actually cheat on Amber. So whoever wrote that message to Amber, if it wasn't actually Caitlin, knew that she cheated on her. Yeah. The police go through Caitlin's Facebook messages and find another conversation she had with a friend earlier in the day that she disappeared. She said, I don't want to be here and I don't want to be there. Meaning that she didn't want to be in Virginia, but she also didn't want to go back to Arizona. Yeah, so, so maybe she did want to disappear? Yeah, maybe, maybe, she, maybe she did. Two weeks pass, and the police get Caitlin's phone records. The text message she sent uh, to her mom at 2 p.m. Uh, that she was at the airport was actually sent only five miles from where her luggage was found. But right. James said that, right. But James said that he dropped her off at one. So did she get a ride from the mall? Why did she go back towards her mom's house? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Right. They finally get the footage from the mall. James gave the police a photo of his car so they could look for it in the footage. They go through hours and hours of footage from the parking lot and outside the entrance to the mall, but they never see Caitlin or James's car. They look through footage of the airport too, and she was never there either. Police asked James to do a polygraph test. He's been cooperative up to this point, but he says no and gets a lawyer. The police says he isn't a suspect and just want to rule him out, but then James's story starts to fall apart. They pull his phone records. The text he sent Caitlin's mom at 1.52 saying he dropped her off at the airport was actually sent from his house. Yeah. Oh my God, were they having an affair? All his phone activity from that day was at his house. He never left. We know for sure that Caitlin was at his house because that's where his mom dropped her off. Also, when he said he had to work that day at three, he never went in. So why would he lie and say he had to take her to the airport early if he didn't even have to work? Yeah. Weird. Police get a search warrant for James's property, but they find nothing incriminating They did confiscate a cell phone, but it's encrypted, and James refuses to give them the password. Also, the days where everyone was calling Caitlin constantly, trying to get a hold of her, James never tried to call her once. That reminds me of, remember when the police called O.J. Simpson to tell them that Nicole died? Yeah. And he he didn't ask how. He was just like... He was just, like, upset. It's, like, weird details like that that, like, really make people seem guilty. Like, I think it was, like, the serial with, like, Adnan. Like, so, like he never tried to call Hey, Haley. It's, like, why would you not try to call if they're missing yeah. and you're not? It's just really weird. So that's it. She's never been found. This is five years ago. And wow. some theories... Caitlin's sister has a theory that's like, it's, I don't know, it's 
that she met up with a stranger she met online and like disappeared and but that doesn't but why would she leave her phone charger her wallet all her money her credit cards in the luggage yeah that doesn't that That doesn't doesn't really check out or she did disappear and she because she wanted to get out of that engagement and she didn't know how yeah and maybe she told her ex-stepdad like this is what's happening i want to get out of this and maybe like he did help her i don't know their relationship really really confuses me there's one because james has a phone he has like it's not an iPhone. It's like a phone that's like encrypted. And I, I listened to an interview with her mom and her mom said that James is like really like techie and is into like, you know, modifying his phones and computers. So he won't give the police the password to get into his cell phone. Like he's refusing to give it to them. So I'm wondering if like maybe he had like tried to like sleep with Caitlin Like when she got over to his house and then like she was like, no, dude. And then like he killed her. Yeah, or something. But like also you don't have an encrypted phone and computer unless like. Yeah, you're doing shady stuff. Yeah. Maybe even he didn't. Maybe even he didn't. That's not a a sentence, right? Maybe even he didn't kill her, but maybe he, like, sold her into some sort of sex slavery ring or something. Oh. Yeah, because why would you have an encrypted phone and he, why would you not let the police look through it if you have nothing to hide? I mean, also, maybe she never sent those texts. Maybe he sent the texts. Well, yeah, because it wasn't in her, the way she normally texts. Right. So maybe maybe she came to his house. I mean, obviously they never left the house. There's no yeah. proof that e- there's no proof that either of them ever left that house. So no. who knows what happened? Yeah, and then apparently James he didn't go to work that day, and then he never went to work. He didn't go to work for six months after that. He just like quit his job. I mean, that's weird. Probably because he got so much money from his new job oh. selling girls into slavery. It doesn't make any sense. And they searched. So James owns another property that's next to his house that his mom lives in. And they never searched that property because. Why? Police are so dumb. I know. They said because James doesn't officially live there. So so who knows what's happening in the house next to James? I'm not buying this. I think James definitely had something to do with it. I don't think she really disappeared on her own accord. Because if she did, she would have brought her wallet. Yeah, her wallet or her phone charger. Like, those are just two things that you... And where's her high school diploma? Like, maybe he took it out of the suitcase as, like, trying to stage it to make it look like she was, like, trying to escape or something. Because they were still, like, friendly with the stepdad, but I don't know if they were like you know texting constantly or like but the person who sent the message to amber her fiance had to know that like she did have a threesome with her friends so she either so she told james that right it's there's so it doesn't add up there's so many like details it's like well why didn't she take her wallet and why did she take her high school diploma and like because where's her body like you would they would find that you know, if unless it's on that property, unless it's yeah, on his mom's property at the mom's house, right? 
Yeah, I don't know. But there's a Facebook page. It's like the Fine Caitlin Facebook page. And her mom is like really active and like is still like wants to get the word out and is like if anybody knows anything because it's crazy. She just like disappeared. I just realized that the whole time I was talking, I was like legit so far away from my computer. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) You have a booming voice. So <laughs> That's going to be so out. hard of you to edit. Oh, yeah. Speaking of my booming voice, there was just I, I got that like Chartable sends us the uh, emails. Oh, yeah. Did you see the, the review about me? No. Oh, my God. Oh, no. There, what does it say? Allie is annoying. Thought, thought, <laughs> thought I would like this, but I just can't. Allie's voice and her talking is so loud it hurts my ears. Make make Maria the full timer. At least her voice, at least her voice and personality are appealing. Wow. (laughs) Oh, I can't argue that. I mean, agree. Jesus. Allie, Allie tries way too hard. Three stars. Oh, three stars? Okay. I I like that. I was surprised. Like, that's not that's a bad review. Yeah, that's not three. even one star. I was expecting one star. Me too. Three stars is pretty good. That's okay. A, that's a good review. That's a C. Yeah. I'll take <laughs> it. I just found this website. I just sent you guys two things on it. And it's this psychic guy named Brian Ladd. It's briansprediction.com. And he takes all these missing pe- person's cases and he has psychic dreams about them. And then he just posts like the visuals that he draws out from his dreams. Oh, it's Caitlin. Missing but that Caitlin. he doesn't have any drawings for her. He has other other missing people. And then let's see. Oh, he's got Elisa Lamb on there. Yeah, I sent you that one. <laughs> like he had a dream. March 2020. Amazon stock is going to crash. No idea why. It should be the opposite. Anyway, the bottom <laughs> will be 362. Well, whatever. And then he just has this photo of like what he wrote during his dream. Wow. But he does it with missing persons. Oh my God, he has so many. Do we want his nightly dreams alerts? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we do. (laughs) Well, Brian Ladd's schizophrenic psychic dreamer. Wow, I wonder if he would do an interview for our mini episode. That would be awesome. Maria, will you shoot him an email? Yeah. He's also got a link or a tab that says guaranteed lottery wins. Oh, shut up! Gotta get some numbers. Is a lot? Is a lotto still happening? I guarantee that you will win a major lottery of your choice, and will not give up until you do. Pick any lottery (laughs) thirty years later you wish to win, and I will do the rest. If you order the service, I will have your first set of numbers to you in twenty-four hours or less. If you do not win right away, I will continue to work on your request until you do no matter how long it takes. Do you have to pay him? Yeah, you have to. Let's see how, how much? much it is. Yeah, well, I'm they're, curious. They're still doing the Powerball. It's $500. It's Guys, $500? Should we do it? I'm not giving this guy $500. No. <laughs> but what if we win the lottery? That That's chump change. If we win a $300 million lottery, only spent 500 of our Patreon dollars. He'll try to like, sue us, though. Why is no one us, talking though? about this? Yeah, like why, if it works so much, why isn't everyone doing it? Yeah, I want to ask him if this has happened. Dream number 12,906. Oh, my God. 12,000. They're just like scribbles. Some of the, oh, numbers. 5163. What does that mean, Allie? Australia lottery. You play, you win. 
Guys, he says that, well, this has already happened. But did it happen before he said it was going to happen? No, I mean, the it, it didn't happen and it's already passed. He says March, March 2020. I guess we have one day left. Kim Kardashian killed in an accident. It said that in March 2020, she was going to be killed in an accident that may or may not be coronavirus related. Oh, my God. That's oh. today or tomorrow. Right. Oh, we need to get wow. to her and tell her. Yeah, she can't leave the house. Maybe it was that lobster she found on the street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He has a list of dreams that have come true. Oh. Where is that? Oh, correct. In the it, correct tab. Dream confirmation. This dream of February 3rd, 2020 exactly matched all numbers in Australia's Powerball lottery draw. So he says that he has twice. He also predicted the death of David Bowie and another another Mega Millions. Wow. All right, well, we'll get him on. Sorry, I didn't mean to derail it, but I had typed in Caitlin's name and then this this just popped up. I mean, he claims based on this to like have predicted the lottery a lot. <laughs> I mean, it seems like he just writes down a bunch of numbers and then he circles the ones that match the lottery. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I predicted the lottery, but it's like there's literally every. Oh, my God, there's something saying. there's something for Kalamazoo. What? Where? Kalamazoo shooting psychic prediction. Prediction. Oh my god! Singer Car- Katy Perry's abduction. <gasps> what? Parentheses pending. Oh my god! He predicts she's going to be abducted. We should ask Brian his predictions for our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> He'll go. You don't want to know. Yeah, I can't tell it's you that. Not good. <laughs> <laughs> He had the coronavirus predicted. When did he predict that? Um, Last I don't week. know. There's like no <laughs> dates. Yeah, this is a very badly designed website. It's hard. Oh, February 7th. He says 2020. He says coronavirus outbreak kills less than 10,000. Reports of a million deaths are not true. Coronavirus was happening in February. Yeah, but he's saying that that less than 10,000 people are going to are going to die. Well, more than 10,000 people have already died. Mm. <laughs> so he's wrong. Okay. <laughs> Look at all these. You're wrong. Look at all these lotto predictions for 2014. <laughs> no. 2014? Yeah. I mean, he was killing it 2014. He got it right, apparently. April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, he says. Wow. So if you want to go, go to Brian's <laughs> Brian'sPredictions.com. And apparently for $500, he will, you can win the lottery. It's a small investment into your future. If you do win the lottery, though, I would suggest you donate some of it to us since we told you about him. At least 10%. Sure. I mean, I 30% because we have to split it three ways. So exactly. we each get 10%. Yeah, it seems, it seems only fair. Um, well, I think that's about it for, for Caitlin Akins. Uh, if you have any theories, Melissa, where can people reach us? You can email us at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com. Is it that, is that that mirror workout thing behind you? Me? Yeah. Oh, that's a, that's <laughs> oh, no. a door. But there's, um, 
It's a door, but I have a basketball hoop that hangs on the other side, so it looks like there's like two little things on top. <laughs> no, but those things do look cool. I'm gonna get another bad review <laughs> saying I'm stupid and have a too loud voice. <laughs> can't win them all. You can't win them all. Anyways, I've been asleep for I've been asleep for two days. Uh, where where can people reach us? Uh, we're on Twitter and Instagram at webcrawlerspod. We're on, we're on Reddit and Facebook. And call us 626 604 6262. We are the web crawlers and listen to us <laughs> on Friday for our minis episode. Bye. Bye. Original. Powered by ACAST. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.